Welcome to Cosmic Explorations Podcast. I am Feva Cristina, your lovely host, and this was my improvised intro. Yay! Here at Cosmic Explorations, we are all about the sassy spirituality, playfulness, and pleasure. And as someone who likes to play on the edge, and push some buttons, (laughs) go into the shadows just to taste the pleasure, the beauty, the gold and all the power that comes. I'm simply feeling, being with the experience of life, the full spectrum of it. And so I'm here for those who dare, for the little rebels, at least at heart, if not always in the external. For those who feel ready to uh, unleash their authentic expression and truly step into that unapologetic wholeness that their soul encompasses. And for that, I use astrology as a cosmic storyteller, an ancient love language of the universe that is encoded in our DNA. Astrology for me reveals the love affair, the juice, the story between our human and our soul. It provides a beautiful playground for us to explore all that we are, infinity. And I love to use zodiac archetypes for that because they truly represent that archetypal representation of life, of all of the aspects that are reflected in this physical reality and in ourselves as well. And this month we're diving into Taurus archetype and I've done a whole episode on Taurus. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, it's a beautifully calming, grounding, almost meditative episode, I would say. And today we bring a special kind of juice to the Taurus. Mm. And just like we do in Cosmic Explorations Gang, the monthly membership journey where we truly get to die with a beautiful community of oh, such amazing beings. Like I, I don't even have words for it. I'm just always so blown away by the people that are in my field, whether through the gang or Cosmic Coaching or one-on-one sessions. It's... Oh, oh, oh. Like, and for you who come here monthly or might be here for the first time, there's a special kind of magic that bonds us together, that remembrance, that ah, there's so much for us to explore in ourselves and outside, and we get to do it together so beautifully. So for those of you who are not familiar with Cosmic Explorations Gang, We're actually feeling into all of these zodiac archetypes within because you have all of the all of these qualities inside your energetic blueprint. Some might be more expressed and strengthened naturally, and some might be more hmm, subtle. And in Cosmic Explorations Gang, in our first week, 
because there are three live sessions a month that we get to do together because repetition and integration are so important when it comes to mm, truly landing and rooting in this essential energies. And so in the first month, in the first week, we have a gang hang where we explore the archetype of the month through a guided meditation, like a hypnosis, truly meeting the archetype inside of us. Because I can tell you what certain archetypes represent, and I do that. <laughs> but then we want to feel into the qualities within. How are they expressing through your authentic being? And it's going to look different. And at different stages of our lives, different spectrums and aspects of the archetype are going to be calling to us. So it's a highly intimate and personalized journey. And then we also get to open up your chart and see where this archetype resides in your natal chart, what that means combined with the houses and the planets. And we have a beautiful cosmic guide that has written it all out for you. And then with that sensed feeling, that sensed experience, we take this energy through the month with a Q&A session with Akashic Records that, where we get to explore through the prism of the cosmic library, Akashic Records that connect us to the collective consciousness, a library of the soul that encompasses all of the memories, emotions, experiences, feelings, thoughts that our soul has ever tapped into through lifetimes because Akashic Records do not know linear time like we do. And if you want to know more about Akashic Records, hop onto my Instagram account, Feva Christina, because I did a whole series on it. Um, and then in the third week, we have an embodiment masterclass because actually activating these energies in the body, rooting them through embodied anchors is such an important practice uh, to shift things on the somatic level, combining thoughts, belief systems, stories with the felt bodies and sensed experience. And it is all beautifully guided by our monthly journal with juicy, juicy prompts for you to reflect on and deepen your understanding of these energies within. It's truly a beautiful, holistic journey that we're on. And I'm so, so grateful to be able to hold this space because it is not my space. It is a divine space and truly like... Yeah, I make notes throughout the month of what feels alive, what I would like to bring to the session. But honestly, I don't prepare much for it. I prepare in ways that allow me to be clear channel for the wisdom that wants to flow through. And if that sounds woo-woo to you, um, it's nothing else but our intuition, our remembrance of the wisdom that is already within and the body is the access to that how fucking beautiful <laughs> and you can join anytime whether for a monthly exploration 
or for a three months devotion, which I highly encourage because being in the space, it's not only about weekly sessions. It is about the space that holds us, the energy that connects us, that enhances this empowering, healing, growing through pleasure and play. <laughs> and all of the recordings are there in our community platform. And the doors are wide open. And in this month of Taurus, we specifically dive into the topic that is icky for many of us, or I'm going to say the collective, but so, so important. The topic of money, our relationship to money, wealth, abundance, and how our self-worth is tied to that. And then going deeper, like before I used to think that it all comes down to self-worth, everything, the way that we're able to receive, the, the way that we're able to love ourselves and uh, be in acceptance. And yes, all that is still true. But the more I am, <laughs> the more I realize that underneath the self-worth, it is the sense of safety and trust. That is the foundation, the baseline, the essence that Taurus wants to connect us to. So that is a big topic within Cosmic Explorations Gang in Taurus season. I mean, not only the topic, we actually went into a guided embodiment practice of discovering that sense of safety in our bodies, in our energetic fields feeling the trust and worthiness from within and connecting to these energies. And this is what shifts and opens up our energies to basically experience everything else, I believe. <laughs> and the topic of money and wealth, receiving sensual receivership, is the topic of this special featuring podcast episodes today and I have an amazing amazing woman that joined me for this conversation I am so in awe fuck oof I mean women and human and beings and life and plants and earth and the universe and all of it already fascinates the hell out of me. I'm very easily impressed by life. <laughs> uh, but this woman holds something really special. And it was such an honor to be in her presence and receive her wisdom and her ways of being. It is the first ever Cosmic Explorations podcast episode that is recorded in person. So it's double special. <laughs> so special. You're special. Everything is special. <laughs> and Joanne is special. A law of attraction expert and a conscious manifestation coach. And we'll talk about this manifestation, law of attraction, receiving aspects and how they're connected to the Taurus archetype in us. Because through this exploration, I actually realized how tied up crucial Taurus is for our manifestations for receiving the gifts of life because if we are not embodied if we are not present we're not able to 
experience. I don't think we're truly able to experience the beauty of life. So I am honored and excited to present to you this beautiful conversation. <laughs> Joanne! Hello! Hello! <laughs> and welcome to Cosmic Aspirations Podcast. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for coming. Mm. This is actually the first in-person podcast episode I've ever recorded and it's really nice to have Hi. your presence in the room. <laughs> it's my pleasure, my pleasure. Mm-mm-mm. Oof, okay, I already know this is going to be a juicy one and we don't know each other that well, mm-hmm. but um, I actually got to know you f- through a common friend here in Bali and I remember coming across your work for the first time. My first thought was like, Ooh, there's like an edginess to this girl, which I really appreciate. Um, and then I saw that you work with law of attraction and manifestation. Yes. yes. And I think that is, th- those are some edgy topics in themselves. Right. And in many ways, I feel like they can often be misunderstood and misused. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but then going through your posts and like getting to know what you're about, mm-hmm. I could really feel that Taurus moon of yours <laughs> with Libra sun that I felt really brought some groundedness and reason to these topics that can often be a little woo-woo. And, you know, like things that I do would be considered woo-woo and I, I still question it. Right, right. I, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. But also your Leo rising. Yes. That would then add a bit of that dramatic note oh, yes. in a way of like, how can I say or teach this in a different way? But even more importantly, what I feel like your Leo brings through what I have experienced in your words, is in your messages, is that creative expression that comes from the heart, that is the Leo, that is really like, but what is truthful for me? And this is what makes it stand out. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Mm. I think you kind of just put my, well, put me in a scope. <laughs> in a box. In a box, yeah. But <laughs> no. which, which actually, um, <laughs> it's interesting because that reflects a lot on my human design. <laughs> Mm. as well and that's that's which is also something that you work with yes. right yes. so essentially from what um you are a law of attraction and conscious manifestation coach right yes. but also on your profile it says that you're a soul architect mm-hmm. and i wonder what that is about how did that come well the the word so soul architect can because I felt like it's really difficult to put myself in a box. Mm, mm. <laughs> and then through me working with people um, in the last three or four years, um, or even before that, when I hasn't tapped into the whole woo-woo thing, the law of attraction, <laughs> when I was working with um, young children, teenager, I used to be a piano teacher, mm-hmm. and all the way up to 80 years old, and I realized that what I've been offering is really a holistic approach of 
the body, the mind, and the soul. Ah, oh. so um, you know, soul archetype is kind of just like a nice, has a nice ring to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let let's see what evolves from here, but mm. it feels good. So I'll just go with it first, and then see what emerges from mm-hmm. here. And then the more that I tap into it, or to to feel like, oh yeah, I'm really working with people's soul, and then trying to align them. Well, not me trying to align them, but then supporting them to listen to the message that came through their unique blueprint. Mm. Then, then it became more clear to me that okay, this is what I'm doing here. It's about a holistic wellness and all around aspect. Ah, I love that. I love that, especially because looking at your chart. <laughs> Um, I noticed right away when I read Soul Architect that your part of fortune, which is actually a point in astrology, which is a significant, 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 <laughs> no, significant, si- signifier, no, <laughs> signifier. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm. Your part of fortune, which is a signifier of prosperity in one's life, and it's calculated based on the intersecting lines between the sun, the moon, and the ascendant, right? The big three in your birth mm. chart. And your part of fortune is in Capricorn, in the sixth house, in conjunction with Neptune. To break this down, basically the prosperity of your life which would for me this is like the fruition where you really bloom in a way Mm -hmm. and find that satisfaction fulfillment Mm -hmm. in capricorn which likes structure Mm -hmm. the architect Mm -hmm. in the sixth house which is about holistic alignment Mm -hmm. and well-being conjunct neptune which Mm -hmm. is all about the soul oh that is interesting (laughs) And she's a soul architect. Well, I don't know that, <laughs> but mm. yeah. And a lot about your work is actually connected to service, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this beautiful line that I read on your website mm-hmm. that says, "Attract and align your heart's desires with sustainable efficiency." Mm-hmm. And I just thought this was such a Taurus season statement. <laughs> <laughs> and this is also why I feel like the things that you do are so relevant for Taurus season. Mm-hmm. Because for me, manifestation is all about the sensual receivership, yes. the embodied abundance, which is essentially mm-hmm. embodied self-worth, deservingness, yes. Yes. Um, it's all about coming back to the self-care, well-being, mm-hmm. but also knowing what you want for the manifestation, right? Yeah. And being willing or able to claim the luxuries and the abundance of life. Mm-hmm. Like This is all about Taurus, manifestation. Mm-hmm. I r- didn't really make that conscious connection before uh, thinking about our conversation today. Right. But... Taurus is a fixed earth sign. Mm-hmm. It likes to go slow. It likes yes. to pace. Yes. It wants to build a strong foundation yes. because it knows that, you know, Taurus is here for the long run. Mm-hmm. And this is where that sustainable efficiency comes through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's, it's very interesting because throughout my life up until this point, um, since I was a kid, mm. I'm always that person in my class that 
just want to use the least amount of time and energy <laughs> to complete the most amount of work. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I kind of get got a system down to like be really efficient and then to just like you know for the long run, mm-hmm. especially. Mm-hmm. And then when I started teaching piano, it was all about foundation. Mm. It was all about building a good foundation because as a pianist myself, since I was three or four years old, and it's all about um, I've seen people with poor foundation, and then. Mm. Eventually, doesn't matter how far they went. At some point, they had to come back mm. to the foundation. And I guess this is also why the word architect mm-hmm. came to view. Because to build a nice house, you want to have a good foundation for right. everything else to sustain, <laughs> to stay there. You want to use the good materials. You don't just want to use some shitty materials to right. like, you know, whatever collapse. And yeah, and. The safety, the security. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all that. <laughs> oh, fuck yes. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I wonder, what is that foundation for you, like in your life and in your work? For me, it's really health. Mm-hmm. Health is very big. And then health is not just a physical health, because um, well, as human beings, we have this physical body, but there's also the energy body. Mm-hmm. And then the energy body is composed by your, our emotions and our, our thoughts. And this is where the law of attraction comes in. But most of us are not familiar with our energy body. This is such a... Because you can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't see it. And so... Or can you? Or, or can you? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Can you? I think a lot of people can consider where we are. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we are really evolving as a species. Yes, I and agree. like, I think we had this conversation last time that we met up. It's mm-hmm. like, we cannot hide our shit anymore. Yeah, exactly. We cannot be out of integrity yeah. because people will feel it. Mm-hmm. It is sensed. Yes. Yes. Um, definitely the um, people can feel it more and more. They might not know why or how right. logically because we're, our mind is so conditioned. Yeah. So this is when people start going to denial, saying, hey, energy body, what the hell is that? Mm, <laughs> it doesn't mm, make mm. any sense. Yeah, but we come back to the whole well-being thing. It's yeah. like, I just, our, our physical body is already a manifestation of our energy body. So exactly. when we take care of our thoughts, our emotions, and our spirit, then the foundation, the holistic yes. well-being comes into Exactly. Completeness. Yeah. And what what would you say is essential for your well being? For me, it's nap. <laughs> <laughs> nap. Taurus moon. Nap. Yes. <laughs> nap. Good food. Um, healthy food, and really, really taking a lot of space mm-hmm. for myself. I think, for me. In the past, I actually get anxious very easily. Mm-hmm. I used to get anxious really easily. I always wanted to go, 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 go. And um, I don't know if that's the fire. Oh, actually, <laughs> I looked at your chart and it was it guided me to your Mercury, which is the planet of mm-hmm. thinking processes that is in Libra, mm-hmm. air, which is, again, 
seeing different perspectives and it's in the third house that belongs to Gemini so even more you know air like it's very fast and moving yes yes I have um, and from like a human design perspective yeah. I have a defined head and defined agenda mm. and agenda is where you process all the information right mm. and sometimes I just feel like I have all these inspiration coming in and then it comes in faster than I can put it out yeah I yeah. totally get that. Yeah. And it's also your Jupiter in the 11th house, Gemini. Mm -hmm. The 11th house would be the house of higher consciousness, mm -hmm. of being attuned to the future visions, which in a way is what you are guiding people into, no? Yes. And then that's kind of what projectors are yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to do. It's so crazy. Exactly. And Jupiter yeah. is the guru, the teacher of the zodiac. So it all ties up. Yes. Case closed, guys. <laughs> we solved it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, all this. Right, but like, since... So this is how you would then balance it out, coming to your Libra sun, mm -hmm. between the racy mind and the embodied yeah. part. Yeah. And yeah, on top of that, because of this goes... My, my brain, my head goes so fast. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. a lot of deep, deep breathing has mm -hmm. come in handy for me breath work mm. really really helps really helps me to slow down and mm -hmm. to just really be present with what's going on mm -hmm. and sometimes like for example this morning I was just sitting at a cafe mm. not doing anything mm -hmm. <laughs> just observing you know, oh. people watching but you see, this is one of the big lessons for Taurus, mm -hmm. knowing how to just be without needing to do anything, yeah. to just enjoy the sensual experience of the present moment, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And in a way, your Taurus is in your 10th house together, like your moon in Taurus mm -hmm. as well. And the 10th house is about our purpose in life. It mm -hmm. is also about what we came here to do in like career-wise. But especially with your MC, the meat heaven being in Taurus, the impact that you came here to make, mm -hmm. conjunction with your moon is really balancing your emotions, grounding in your emotional flow, allowing that slowness, taking mm -hmm. your time, leaning back into the sensual experiences of not doing anything much, like managing your energy, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Even with the emotional yeah. body here. Mm -hmm. And in a way, this is what you guide others into as well. Yeah. Yes. Would you be able to tell us a little more about what is it exactly that you do? Um, okay, so a lot of people came to me because they think I know about law of attraction or manifestation. So... As you mentioned earlier, this is like kind of an edgy topic or like people don't know a lot about. Mm. And then a lot of people can, they, they have the idea of like they wanted to get something. Right. Through a law of attraction or manifestation. <laughs> but through the whole, either they're working with me for long term or they've just been in my field, in my group for, for some time. It always comes back to connecting with our body and always comes back to listening to your intuition because the whole law of attraction, the manifestation thing is about taking action at the right timing mm. and then knowing when that timing is for you. Mm. And um, with the law of attraction and manifestation, because these two labels are essentially talking about the same thing mm -hmm. is energy work 
But I see it more as the manifestation community are more masculine.、Mm-hmm. They're more masculine, and then they in are, what sense? In a sense of like they like to implement technique, like visualization, right? Gratitude, and then if I'm doing this correctly, if I am、um, implementing the methods correctly to get what I want, right? Well, the law of attraction is all about leaning back. It's very, very feminine.、Mm-hmm. At least that's my observation、mm-hmm. with the communities. And the law of attraction community came from Abraham Hicks,、mm-hmm. um, and she talks about divine timing. She talks about trust,、mm-hmm. and she talks about just being on the high flying disc of like. Joy and vortex. Yeah, vortex. My mom loves Abraham Nicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the manifestation part.、Um, what I've encountered is coming from this other guru called Neville Goddard. Okay. Who 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 is a mystic、mm. from the nineteen twenties and thirties, and、mm. then he is all about methods and technique. Right. And which is very.、Um, It works really well well for people who are in the conditioning mind or who、mm-hmm. are used to just okay. I want to use my mind to manifest thing,、mm-hmm. manifest things. So I see the law of attraction as the feminine perspective and the manifestation、mm. as the masculine perspective, and you really need both. Yeah. To come together, and then I call them quantum shift. Okay. Why quantum? Because the word quantum, well, it's also been very widely used、yes. in the in the、um, spiritual community, but it's just in a sense that understanding whatever your desired reality is, we are not living on a linear timeline, and then this can happen right now、mm-hmm. if you are ready for it,、mm-hmm. if you prepared yourself for it. Um, you can collapse timeline. You can jump timeline. I don't really like to use the word jump, but because sometimes it makes hop. <laughs> like, oh, I need to go from here, point A to point B. But、right. it's really、um, well to have it more sustainable. Yeah, I would like it to move in a more smooth, a smoother way. You know, like shifting,、mm-hmm. shifting. Though I don't know, it just feels. Better. <laughs> And what would need to shift, or what is it that you are shifting? For me personally, or in general? For you personally, and with your clients.、Mm. Well, what we are shifting is usually shifting from who we thought we are,、mm. going into who we want to be. And then usually people wanted something; they want to experience a specific circumstance or reality,、um, but they are not a match. Mm. To that reality, so it's about changing ourselves, be that change,、mm. and then move into it. And a lot of it could be challenging for people because、mm-hmm. it's about how you are used to react. Yeah. To things. The conditioned behaviors. Yes, the conditioned behaviors. Right.、Mm-hmm. So there are a few things that I would like、mm-hmm. to expand on here. Sure. <laughs>、um, One was,、um, well, here I'm just gonna be the devil's advocate. But you said changing who we are.、Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that?、Mm. It's really about unlearning, right? Unlearning 
what you are not. Right. Does that make sense? Am I putting yes. it in the right way? Yeah. Unlearning what you are not. Yeah. Um, Learning what you are not. Unlearning who you think you were. I right? Think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. having a mind pretzel. <laughs> no, no, no. I gotcha. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And I think this is where Taurus season comes in that like reconnects us. But what is it that truly matters to you? Yes. What yeah. are your values and priorities? Mm-hmm. And so often they're going to be adopted, right? By yeah. this is from the society, yeah. the way that we grew up. Mm-hmm. So that would be probably one of the ways that we are shifting it, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And also, Taurus is directly correlated to our self-worth. That's mm-hmm. what it stands for. And usually, I, from what I understand, with manifestation, law of attraction, this is one of the baselines. Yes. Would you be able to speak a bit more about like how do you see that incorporate? Mm, okay. So for self-worth, um, this is an interesting subject to, to bring up because this has been... This is something that I've been... <laughs> Kind of contemplating, uh-huh. and then I wouldn't really say working on, but examining mm-hmm. within myself, mm-hmm. um, because from the human design body graph, I have an open ego, which is where the self worth land, and mm. then I don't have self worth, or I didn't have self worth, mm. and it has been such a big um, journey mm-hmm. throughout my childhood. And it was growing up in, in an Asian family, yeah. there's a lot of competition. And then being in the classical music world, it's also about competition. Mm-hmm. So my family, or not my family, but actually my mother used to compare me with other people a lot, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think with a good intention of mm. wanting me to kind of step in or, you know, doing following what people think mm-hmm. to to do mm-hmm. and as someone who can pretty much do things pretty efficiently I didn't agree with having to practice two to three <laughs> hours every day I just want to play I just want to enjoy my life but mm. there was that voice in the back of my head telling me if you're not practicing if you're not doing this and this and that, then you're going to lose. Right. Yeah, so it's a lot of that. And even until the last couple of days, I'm still experiencing that voice mm-hmm. behind me. But it was really deciding who I want to be mm-hmm. and then really using the, okay, I am this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. No, I am worthy, I am valuable, and I am... I can move on with my life in ease mm-hmm. and grace and in my own slowness and then installing that belief in my own body that the less I do, the more I receive. Yeah. The less I do, the more I receive. And my mm. worth is not determined by how much I do, mm-hmm. but it's determined by how I feel. Right. Yeah. yeah, so it is truly about like working on the subconscious beliefs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And here it would be tied up to the self-worth aspect where it's like if I don't work 
XXX yeah. amount of time or as hard or if I'm not on the edge of burning out, then I'm not working enough to make yeah. the money that mm-hmm. I want, right? Yeah, or sometimes even even could be something like, oh, if I don't complete this task by mm-hmm. tomorrow, then something is going <laughs> to fall through. <laughs> That's such a huge one, especially for like entrepreneurs, yeah. artists, um, etc. That like we create our own rules, yeah, and then we don't follow, and then we're pressured <laughs> by them, like we bully ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I love that you touched upon some of like the more shadowy aspects, mm. right, of your path here, mm-hmm. because now you work remotely. Yes. You work only like two to three hours a day. Mm-hmm. You say with at least two or two days off a week something like that <laughs> and you even said that sometimes you would take one to two weeks off monthly yes right and you run a successful service even in a sense of like financial abundance financially yes well i feel great <laughs> with it fuck so, yes girl so that's successful i think <laughs> So I wonder, um, has it always come easy for you or like what were some of like what was the what were the things that you needed to move through in order to get to where you're now? Oh, there are a lot of things I had to move through. I bet. Yeah. um, I don't know how how much you know about the Asian mentality or the, the culture, as a culture? Unfortunately, probably more of the stereotypical parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, well, stereotypical are there for a reason, yeah. right? <laughs> exactly, just like cliches, yes. yeah? <laughs> yeah, but um, my family was, is, isn't wealthy. They are probably, they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. And then my mom isn't, wasn't a successful piano teacher, is a successful piano teacher, and then uh, she makes enough money. But it, between my parents, they always had this financial issues between mm-hmm. them, just how they use money and how they would invest, mm. um, how they spend. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a constant struggle between them. And then for me, as a musician, um, musician has this huge just money scarcity mm-hmm. thing. Doesn't matter what genre you are in, even in classical music, it might seem like a little bit more stable than than people who are playing underground bands or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, yeah, it's, it still wasn't wasn't that easy in terms of like how much money mm-hmm. I should charge right. for my service. And on top of that, I have the spiritual church <laughs> conditioning from yeah. my grandparents and or the entire culture as well. We have temples, we have people doing spiritual service for others for free. Yeah. And it's been seen as something that you are supposed to do for yeah. free. And well that of course I think that came from not understanding the energetic body how much energy that takes and then mm-hmm. yeah all of that so i would love for you to expand on that part a little mm-hmm. bit more like how do you see that energetic exchange because i think this is like a very present 
um, belief systems mm -hmm. for many. Like I was even sometimes told that all of the spiritual people who are charging for their services, that that's considered a spiritual prostitution. <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay, really? that's a little harsh. That is a little harsh. Um, <laughs> And I, I see how often, like, this is something that I've been struggling with a lot since moving to Bali, mm -hmm. being much more aware of, like, the new age fluff and the spiritual bypass and how, yes, I mean, it is what I observe mm -hmm. that a lot of it, once that we start shifting our money story, again, um, one of the main tourist topics, actually, how yeah. money is connected to tourists, which is about the essentials. Mm -hmm. But yeah, how it is easy when we realize that, oh, money doesn't have to be that bad thing. And then we attach it even more to our sense of power and worth. Right. How often, and I, I actually endorse that, changing the money story, mm -hmm. the way that we relate. Um, but how often then we get trapped by focusing too much on the aspect you know making our service about how much money we are able to make because right. mm -hmm. we cracked the code with manifestation <laughs> energetics yeah etc mm -hmm. well it's always service first yeah it's always service first and i stopped using energy exchange a while back because it's, it's not an exchange it's an investment Oh, and because when people come into my field and when they invest in my service, they're actually not investing in me. I'm mm. just a medium. Mm. They're investing in themselves. Yes. So um, <laughs> since the beginning of doing this work, I always tell them that you are your own creator. I'm mm. only here to facilitate you and to, to assist you to... I'm just like these assisting wheels on the bicycle mm -hmm. and eventually you're going to let me go and mm -hmm. you, the, the whole point of building the foundation is so you can do it mm -hmm. yourself. And then so how much does investment expand depending on my clients? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the number one thing. And then... The number two thing. What is the number two thing? <laughs> Where is the two? Where's two, the two, 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 two. Where's the two? Angel, send us <laughs> guidance. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, aside from stop calling an exchange, it's just knowing that, oh, not my, my words, like what am I offering? And then I'm not attached to my service at all. I know there are plenty of other people mm. that they can go to mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whoever they find resonate with. So it's just about like, okay, are we connecting? Mm -hmm. Me and my clients, are we connecting? And then how can I assist them? Mm -hmm. yeah. So of course there are times when I would feel mm, anxious um, but that was only when I start to be really attached to how money, how much money I am making. Yeah. And then I also, oh, the number two thing I remember. <laughs> number two thing is that um, money is really just a physical thing yeah. that amplifies our energy. Mm. So money itself is not good or bad. Mm -hmm. And it's just is. Mm -hmm. It's just money and how it comes, how, how it benefits our life or destroy our life, mm -hmm. depending on 
who we are. It comes back mm, to our yeah, energy that. body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's something that I strongly feel about is that money is just gonna amplify, enhance who we already are. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's why coming back to the why, the values that we hold is, mm-hmm. I feel like, such an important guidance also in a way that we want to use and spread money. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it's interesting, something like when you said about the, when you mentioned worth, mm-hmm. I rem- remembered something that one of my mentors, Ashay Sundara, said once in the masterclass. It's that we cannot put a price to, like, we cannot put the price to ourselves in a way of like what are we worth it yeah but our services our offerings will have that worth yes and i think kind of detaching ourselves from how much money we make Mm -hmm. and seeing it simply as like the service that is generating more yeah i wanted to ask you hmm talking about money as being this neutral thing right Mm -hmm just basically a concept in our minds yes what does money mean to you money means hmm let me think in a way i think money does provide me freedom Mm -hmm. of course i'm free (laughs) i don't need money to be free Mm. but the money can amplify that freedom Mm. and yeah, it's great. Oh, I <laughs> love great. this 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 play distinction <laughs> that you made. I think that's super important. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So inside Cosmic Explorations Gang, the membership that mm-hmm. um, we are playing with uh, in my world, mm-hmm. we just actually had this tourist season is also exploring the topic of money and our relationship to money. Mm-hmm. And there's this part in our monthly journaling and also through our sessions where mm-hmm. we think about money as our lover. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, yes. And there's a question that I asked P, like the gangsters <laughs> in the gang. Mm-hmm. How would they res- describe their relationship to money as if they were lovers? Mm-hmm. So I would like to ask you the same. I love money. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Like, uh. I, I think it's... Um, my logical mind uh-huh. <laughs> is going into a little bit of analyzation, analyzation, um, because it depending on what what our individual belief is uh-huh. with how money comes in mm-hmm. to our field. And um, I have a lot of clients who come here to work on money. Yeah. issue because they don't have that money flow and then the number one thing that always tells them is that money can come in anywhere okay yeah, yeah. so there are plenty of fishes less, in the sea exactly <laughs> like, because you know abundance <laughs> or like prosperity mm. is our baseline that's, yeah. that's we are here we all have that already mm. but it's just like we are not opening ourselves up to receive or allow it to receive mm. and when I say money comes in everywhere it's like love is everywhere yes <laughs> money is everywhere yes and usually when people 
shift that idea of like money has to come through my career, money has to come through my husband, money has to come mm, through mm, mm. the specific way. Mm. When they when they let go of that, suddenly there's some kind of money flow coming mm. and from you know the most surprising places. Can you give us some examples? I'm curious. Um, for example, someone um, would suddenly have this. Their whatever they're investing in, like crypto or right. stock, would have this surge. Okay. And then they'll just get the profit ex- at exactly uh-huh. the amount that mm. they need. What about people who are dumb about crypto, like me? <laughs> well, it, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, and, or, Still got crypto. <laughs> oh, one of the one of the best example is one of one of my clients who is working on business with me and then she just quit her job and then she started her own business she's a designer and then but as soon as she quit her job she didn't have any new cases coming in mm. so she went into this anxiety of like shit she doesn't know what to do and, yeah and then when we shifted this belief is that we realized she wasn't willing to receive help Mm-hmm. Or she wasn't willing to receive, just not willing to receive mm. in general. And then when we remove that block through through our chat, then a week later she told me that her father decided to invest in her business mm. in the amount of money that would just sustain her much longer, so right. she doesn't have to establish her business in the you know. Right. Feeling insecure. Oof, this, like, there are two important mm-hmm. parts that are coming for me now. One, how, you know, especially women that have been on this path of independence, mm-hmm. right? Especially mm-hmm. around financial top- mm-hmm. topics. Mm-hmm. How often we would then block ourselves from actually receiving the support of the people mm-hmm. around us because we have this pressure that we need to make the money yeah. alone ourselves. We need to prove ourselves. Yeah. That's also in oh, the proving. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one way of like, actually, we're not here to do things alone. Even money is not here mm-hmm. for hoarding. No. This is actually blocking the flow, yes. right? Mm-hmm. The more we try to keep saving, yes, of course, it is an important yeah. aspect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the more we try to keep saving... Um, so yeah, being open for that, but actually in my own experience, I actually started making more money when I decided to close those portals of support because I was leaning on them. Right. Yeah. That can happen too. For example, my mom was still helping me. Mm -hmm. That that was actually just a year ago that Mm -hmm. I decided that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and my mom was still helping me with half of the rent Mm -hmm. and paying my phone bill. Mm But even that, I knew that if I don't make money, I can always ask my mom. Even though she's not making a lot, she would do like she would absolutely support me. Mm-hmm. And until I de- like when I decided that okay, no, like now, it's on me. Not because I need to prove it, but because I know that right. I'm energetically leaking there. Yes. And that's when things started to move. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I have a, I don't, I wouldn't say it's a similar story, but because um, I see our business or whatever service that we are into as our masculine, because mm-hmm. your business is what, what provides you. Mm. Um, so before I fully 
go full time mm-hmm. on law of attraction coach. Of course, there are a lot of like, should I do this?、Mm-hmm. Will people buy this? Like, would this be too out there for people to understand? And all these self doubt.、Mm-hmm. Um, I was working in Bali here as a as a piano teacher,、mm. and universe always provide. I always have just enough. Yeah, just enough. But it was the moment when I say that I want more than just enough.、Mm. Suddenly. All of my students, piano students here, dropped out. Wow! All of them just dropped out. That was the beginning of of COVID.、Wow. So people either went back to their country or whatever, and it's like, oh, okay. I guess now it's like I should stop relying on my safety net. Because、mm. piano teaching was really easy for me.、Yes. Everybody knows me by that. It just comes, but then it doesn't really provide me the freedom <sighs> that I wanted. Yeah. So the carpet, universe pulled it. <laughs> That's powerful. That's powerful. How something that we might perceive as a catastrophe can、mm-hmm. actually be the universe being like, "Hey, come, claim, claim the、yes. luxuries and the abundance、yes. of life," and also recognizing how luxuries, you know, doesn't have to be living in Bali. Yeah. Eating dragon fruit every day, even though it's <laughs> really fucking great.、Uh-huh. It it doesn't have to be expanding the luxuries from just this physical object things to、mm-hmm. what would you say? Well, luxury is like a state of mind. Oof,、right? yeah, it is. It's it's not so much of, of sure. I I would love to enjoy the material、mm. and nice big bed, bathtub, and going on vacation. I love all of that thing. Great food. <laughs> Nice clothes, all of that. But then,、um, from the energetic or the manifestation point of view, you're when you tap into that state of mind of like, yes, I am luxurious, and luxury doesn't just mean the material thing. It's also I have luxury in my time,、mm-hmm. I have luxury in my space,、mm. I have luxury in how I communicate with、mm. people. Like sometimes people get anxious; they always wanted to like. Jump right into right. conversation or whatever. I have luxury. I have, I have luxury in creating alone time、yeah. for myself. And、um, even like I would say, I have a luxury of breath. Yes. I have a luxury of laughter. Yes. Of my sensual nature,、yes. of feeling my、mm-hmm. deep emotions,、yes. of even experiencing the scarcity, the、yes. doubts. Like that is, I for me, it's the luxury of being able to taste those parts of yes. life. Yes. 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 I'm having like goosebumps. <laughs> ah.、Yeah. And you know, the other part that I feel is so important here、mm-hmm. is the receiving. Mm-hmm. The receivership. Yeah. The ruler of Taurus is Venus, which is all about the cycle of giving and receiving.、Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, our services are often the masculine because、yeah. we give.、Mm-hmm. But then it comes back into the receiving, which in、mm-hmm. a way money here provides.、Mm-hmm. Of course, it's also energy and the excitement and the results that we get to share、mm-hmm. with our clients. But also, yeah, this is where, for me personally. All of these words, as abundance, manifestation, law of attractions,、mm-hmm. they have some stickiness to it,、mm-hmm. in my perspective.、Mm-hmm. And so, what I really love to play with is with, like, with words,、mm-hmm. Libra. You、mm-hmm. will understand.、Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And it's really in this sensual receivership. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. 
Yeah, because mm-hmm. and this is what combines the Taurus Venus mm-hmm. thing, yeah, sensuality, which. Mm-hmm to experience sensuality we mm. need to slow down we need to get present we need to allow that spaciousness mm. and stillness to take over so yes <laughs> and then to receive the self-worth yeah. comes along yeah. how are we able to claim it mm-hmm. and with that i feel like it tips over into that embodied abundance yeah. embodied deservingness yeah um it's interesting because this morning when I was connecting with my superconscious, with my guide, and then right before... <laughs> I love how casually you said that. <laughs> oh, it's connecting to my yeah, superconsciousness. <laughs> Normalize these things. It is, right? Yes. We are moving into that. <laughs> um, the, at the end, before I get out of the meditation... The words that came through was just receive, 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 mm. receive, receive. It was just that. And it was a very simple code. It was just receive. There's no need to do anything. There's no need to try or to like strategize or, mm-hmm. or just. Oh, the mind planning, yeah, controlling, yeah, right? Yeah, just receive and then listen to your body. Listen to your body. Let go of your mind. Receive. It was just on a constant replay yeah. on that. And then after I got out of that, I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me, let me play with this. Because, you know, sometimes, to be honest, sometimes when I'm chatting with them, I still feel like, am I imagining things or is this real? But mm. it is 100% real. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I came out, <laughs> when I started interacting with people, Mm-hmm. And I noticed there are some of the impulse that I used to have. For example, like I wanted to respond immediately, mm. or like I wanting to take certain actions immediately. Mm. Somehow there was some sort of restraint mm. that just shows up, and I didn't even think about it. It was just like my body just like nope, mm. nope, not saying anything, not responding. Just listen, yeah, and receive, yeah, and. Huh, okay. I guess it's working. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think at the beginning, mm-hmm. I actually noted down because I felt like it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. You said how manifestation is, or I don't know if it was in the, con- it was in the context of manifestation, mm-hmm. but in, to connect to our bodies and listen to our intuition, yeah. mm-hmm. how those two are connected. Yeah. Is that a question? <laughs> um, in a way, yeah. It is a it is a platform for you to bounce. <laughs> Come on, Libra, bounce with me. Okay. We both have Mercury in, yeah. in Libra. But it's, yeah, it's just how intuition is connected yeah. to our body. And yes. how manifestation is... Con- and this is where I see your juice. Mm. Where, you know... Because when you, where you were talking about law of manifestation, law of attraction and manifestation, mm-hmm. I personally actually see it reversed. Mm. Like for me, law of attraction has more of this structured, guided, visualization, affirmation okay. vibe. Maybe it's the law. <laughs> it's the law. The law. <laughs> um, mm. And manifestation, it's more action-based, embodied. Not even, but not action-based in like, what do I need to do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But more in like, living it, embodying it. Well, that's the leveled up <laughs> perception. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the, the manifestation is definitely taking actions. It's definitely that. Um, 
Because it's co-creation, yes, yeah? Yes, it is. So, so that's also why I say that you need both. Yeah. You need both of it. Because when, when people get too much into the action yeah. part, and then they started worrying, am I taking the right action? Mm-hmm. Is this correct? But then when, if they tune into their body, lean back, and then really listen, they'll be like, yes. Mm. Yes. Or no. <laughs> Fuck no. Get out. Yes. Yeah. And... Um, it's it's a dance. It's a dance between between these two, the feminine and the masculine and the working the yeah the, the energetics to move. Yeah, so that's why I'm kind of also playing with the words a little bit that see what would feel better um without using law of attraction or manifestation. Mm. I'm still using it just because that's how people know it mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, I know that's shifting. I can feel that that's shifting. Um, the more people becoming more familiar mm-hmm. with what it actually is. Yeah, then. going to the core instead of staying on the surface, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know what they say, life will not give you what you want, it will give you what you need, oh, yes. right? I used to have such resistance when somebody tell me that. <laughs> oh me yeah, that. it's not sexy. It's like, like but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um but I wanna jump back because mm-hmm. uh, I I still want you to answer me this question. I'm really curious. <laughs> money as your lover. I would mm-hmm. love to know what kind of partner money is to you and how you show up in the relationship with money that allows that flow and ease that you are currently experiencing? Mm-hmm. Well, inter, um, with money, is an inter- interdependent okay. relationship. It's like all relationships, even in my romantic relationship, you don't want to put too much pressure on it. I, I want mm. this money to do things for me. Mm. I want this money. If you, if you do this to, to a man, they'll be like, um. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and... So it's really feeling okay within myself that even when I don't have money or I don't yeah. have as much money as I would like, mm-hmm. like say if your partner, your lover is not showing up the way that you expect, yeah, drop the expectation. Mm. <laughs> yes. And I feel like I'm always a little bit, I always cringe a little bit when people say like, expectations kill the relationship because it's like if we are essentially coming in some kind of an agreement Mm -hmm. together right Mm -hmm. and so for the flow some expectations need to be that's the masculine feminine there has to be some kind of a container yes that holds us in that yes so let me add on to that yes (laughs) let me add on to that (laughs) it's absolutely great to have expectation but then leaving room exactly. for it yeah. to, to shift or to play or to like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, flexibility. That playful invitation yes. and seduction. Yes. That's what you do with your lover, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. You, you don't want to be on his ass all the time. Mm-mm-mm. But it's like, okay. This is what my expectation for you. Mm-hmm. Go, go take out the trash. Yeah. But I'm not going to nag behind you. <laughs> take yourself out. <laughs> okay. And then I think that comes, comes um, to another important aspect of law of attraction, which is trust. 
Oof, yeah. Like trusting that he is gonna show up the way that you expect him to, but mm. without you doing mm. the work. And that's the effortless receiving. Yes. The leaning back into trust, surrender, yes. magnetism, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So interdependence. Mm-hmm. And how do you nurture your relationship with money? How do I nurture my relationship with money? Hmm. I don't look at my account all the time. Okay. <laughs> I'm not giving it too much attention. To be fair, I'm not, I'm not giving it too much attention. Are you playing hard to get? <laughs> no. No, no, no. Because I get anxious. Okay. When I look at it too much. Mm-hmm. And then I, start, I would start having these mind dialogues like oh am i am i doing enough or am i not doing Mm, enough mm. um there hasn't been new payment coming in that there hasn't been new sign up coming in Mm -hmm. um then you go into the whole self-worth thing yeah (laughs) yeah so for me it's like so what do you do when these thoughts these doubts come up i trust uh-huh. Yeah, it's just I trust. I tell myself I trust, and then it's an it's an ongoing process. It's a practice, um, and really, really leaning back. And then also, I came across a two word meditation mm-hmm. by Bashar mm. on the morning. In the morning, when I was really in this anxious mood, mm-hmm. and it's called so what. <laughs> I love that. Just so what? So what? Like if if this this month I'm not meeting the same income mm-hmm. as last month, so what? Do mm-hmm. I not have enough? I do have enough. <sighs> yes, and that's that. Huh, I'm gonna say myth of the financial security mm-hmm. um, and consistency, especially for artists, entrepreneurs, people mm-hmm. who you know are service based. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. It just that projection on of this consistency onto our money flow and also our health mm-hmm. is what I've been noticing yes. lately. That like we constantly expect our health to be on the optimal, high functioning, yeah. biohacked level. <laughs> and it's like, is this the highest align? Like, is this the truth? Mm-hmm. And that expectation that comes on our financial security and something goes wrong if we cough a little or if we don't have as much if we don't make as much money as the previous month right it's um we've all heard of that saying of that our health is our wealth yeah but i see all these little um physical discomfort Mm -hmm. whether that's coughing or you twisted you twisted your your ankle all these are signals yeah from the universe and then telling you okay do you need to slow down mm-hmm. or are you going to the right direction or what what do you need to pay more attention to mm. and and they're not a bad thing mm. even though health is your wealth but it doesn't really <laughs> matter like when you when you it's not the project like the specific image of that yes. wealth or health yeah. right it's going to be unique to every yes. one of us yes. in different seasons of life yes yes absolutely and i feel like hmm, i feel like when we well because our money wouldn't exist if we don't exist mm-hmm 
And then when we really tune, coming back to tuning into our body, and then feeling into um, what message does it have to tell you, and ask your body questions, mm-hmm. it will always respond to you. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, yes. That's actually the baseline of what we do in Cosmic Aspirations, uh, gang. Mm-hmm. It's literally like the anxieties, the energies that, like the tr- inner triggers that also get. Uh, activated around money it mm. all comes back to like sense of safety yes. trusting mm-hmm. leaning back into our deservingness mm-hmm. our worth mm-hmm. um, and then coding that in the body you know like how therapists would often ask you oh okay but how does that feel in your body and people go like what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> like, no one really I knows know. and this is what we need this is the embodiment of yes. the abundance this is the embodiment of life yes. that i feel like we are not very well thought because of all the mental yes, stimulation yeah. and this is the connection between the intuition mm-hmm. and body too yes. how the body yes will signal mm-hmm. and one distinctions that i see here is that often again it's going to be um, a negative alarm but there's this beautiful aspect that I see here is that sometimes the body is just purging yes. just moving energy it doesn't yeah. have to be a bad thing it's oh, just like mm-hmm. a, a process that yes, happens yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did a meditation course for my clients earlier this year mm. and then uh, frankly I was surprised how many people uh, would have certain assumptions or image about meditation mm. and because they feel like meditation is about thinking nothing yeah, or like quieting your mind but then the funny thing is about the funny thing is that you think more about quieting your mind you are kind of perpetuating the energy of you having a noisy mind yeah and then so in that whole meditation course, it was about feeling into your body first. Mm-hmm. Because when we feel into our body, and, and I do moving and meditation as well, so they know, oh, how does this emotion feel like? Where does it show up in my body? Yeah. And can we take a pause when we feel that emotion showing up in our body or feeling and not quickly jump into a story exactly that's our anchor right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and usually because people's minds started racing when they have a so-called negative emotion which i emotions are just emotions they're not Mm. negative Mm. whatsoever it's just different frequency Mm. But when they say, oh, I'm, I'm feeling angry right now, and then it must be because this person did this and this and that, and then, and then they went into a whole reality yes. that they created for themselves. But then when you just feel like, okay, I, I feel this like heaviness, anger, and I wouldn't even label them as anger. I'm just like, how do you feel? Is it heavy? Is it stuck? Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. you use more of a physical felt sense to describe? Mm-hmm. And then can we just move the energy from there without going into the story? Because it's that, right? Mm-hmm. Emotions are the energy. Yes. Exactly. It's emotion is energy emotion. Mm. Right? Yeah, so usually once people... And that comes into the discipline. 
I guess that's my Capricorn or whatever. <laughs> but um, nah, I don't know. Nah, I, nah, girl. I have no idea. But that, that's my that's my um, well, that is my discipline through my my, <sighs> my childhood is that. I sometimes joke it's like spiritual fascism. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this shows up. I feel it. I feel it. Can I just say stop? Yeah. And with, I'm not saying I cannot feel this way, but just let's just stop there for a minute. Let's not go to the mind. Yeah. That's your Taurus moon, baby. <laughs> I love okay. you. I love you. I you speak my language. This is beautiful. Thank you so much for elaborating on that. And since you mentioned astrology, um, I know you incorporate human design in yeah. your work. Yes. Um, so I would just like to quickly ask you because I know it's a quite complex topic. Yeah. But how do you support manifestation work with human design? Mm. Well, human design is really. Well, I, I think human design is for the mind. Yeah. And but that's okay, right? That's okay. There, it has both. to be a portal yes. to enter this realm, yes. right? So I'm using human design to balance out the, the woo-woo yeah. Exactly. So. That's astrology <laughs> as a support system, the structure. Yeah. And um, it helps me to see how people's energetic components are, even though we all have an energetic energetic body everybody is different mm -hmm. and then human design provide me that seeing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then so i was i'm able to see where people's conditionings are and or like what ticks them mm -hmm. what's their authority and um to more personalize and focus yes, right yes, yeah yes. it's kind of like i think this is something that i don't know i'm not i'm not fully standing behind this statement Mm -hmm. But I know that Carl Jung was like a huge fan of astrology and actually mm -hmm. used it mm -hmm. in his practice. Mm -hmm. And I think it was not sure if he said it, but it's like you can come to your therapist and you can spend a whole month, two, three, getting to know each mm -hmm. other and unlocking all of that. Yes. And when you open someone's chart, mm -hmm. it's so much is already speaking to you yes. and it's much easier to come to the core of it. And that's the efficiency. Efficiency. <laughs> Fuck yes. yes. You know, my, my part of fortune is also in Capricorn. Oh, so, I, awesome. <laughs> so I am fully behind you on that. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's a beautiful entry point. Mm -hmm. Would there be any specific points in human design that would speak to manifestation? Hmm. I would say that I mean, everybody manifests. Mm -hmm. okay, everybody can manifest. But then I would say human design, depending on your energy type, then it's just your manifestation style. Exactly. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, it's like, just the style. Oh, so the, the aura type would be the most. Yes. And I know that there are those arrows too. Like Yeah. Or to, um, to be frank with you, uh -huh. I'm not that deep okay. into the, the arrows yet. But then just the simple, basic human design already speaks so much. The arrows tells tells us that whether you are structured uh -huh. in your manifestation, you want to be more detailed or you want to be more general. Right. But then, like I mentioned before, human design is a little bit more for the logic mind. Yeah. And I think for any tools, um, when we get too much into the mind, then we kind of lost lost track of what it is really about. And mm -hmm. human design is a dualistic energy system. Mm -hmm. So 
general, like just just in general, anytime when people feel anxious, I'll just tell them to go general, <laughs> to <laughs> to not get tied up into all the small details of how you want your manifestation yeah. to come in. Yeah, because for example, my human design chart, and for those who don't know, it's、mm-hmm. like those arrows by the head, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. If they're pointing outwards.、Mm-hmm. Away from the head,、mm-hmm. it's you are supposed to be a more general manifester. If it's pointing towards the left, the left、oh, side, you are the general. If it's the left side, yes. Either way, like both Either, of them, yeah, doesn't matter which side because the、oh. left, the left side on the chart is just your subconscious mind. Oh, yeah, and the right side is your conscious mind. Oh, okay,、mm-hmm. so I got it right because I feel for myself that I. Feel more as a general manifester,、mm-hmm. but then I think my pointers were like towards the head,、mm-hmm. so I felt like I'm supposed to be a specific. But I, I do feel like people can go specific and general. That's true. <laughs> same time, it's just like with intentions, set them、yes. and then let them go. Yes, yes, yes. And as the expectation, even with the money,、yes. wealth, abundance, whatever desires that we have.、Yeah. If、yeah. we're too fu- fixated, pushy,、mm-hmm. that's where the Taurus lower expression comes of like grabbing,、mm-hmm. hoarding,、yeah. need to have, <laughs> keep it. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. no spaciousness is on the other、yes. side. Just let it come in. Let it yeah, come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flow. Exactly.、Mm-hmm. Beautiful, yeah. I feel like when I was tuning in, like, how does astrology tied up, tying、mm-hmm. in with manifestation,、mm-hmm. and it's like, well. It basically, like you said, it gives、mm-hmm. us a deeper understanding of the way that our natural、mm-hmm. flow, aligned way、mm-hmm. of functioning, is to like give us direction, deepens understanding,、mm-hmm. and yes, it does connect us deeper to our purpose. Just in a sense that it expands the playground、yes. to feel into what feels true for us,、yes. to feel into what is. At our at the heart of our desires, what is、yes. underneath it, and then also to find、um, the most aligned, easeful, soulful approach、yes. to、yeah. the path. When when we speak about purpose,、um, I'm curious if you see this on the astrology chart too, because I have an undefined G center、um, in my human design,、mm. which is the purpose. That means I don't have a defined way. <laughs> To go for purpose, I I don't have. Oh, I love that! I love that! <laughs> I'm so glad that you asked because I, I, you know, I actually when I was preparing for the podcast, I was like, but what would be the pa- planets or points that would point towards manifestation? And、mm-hmm. I literally wrote here in my notes. Well, I'm a complex witch, so I will say everything, <laughs> which is true. I stand behind it. Like all of these different aspects are going to、mm-hmm. contribute in its unique ways. It's、mm-hmm. a whole story. That's why、mm-hmm. it's a wheel, a、yes. completion that is <laughs> ongoing, never ending.、Yes. But the most important point here that I would highlight is your nodes of faith. North node and south node.、Mm-hmm. North node kind of pointing the direction of your life, the energies that your soul came to embody more of,、mm-hmm. whereas the south node, which is on the opposite end, holding the balance,、mm-hmm. is more karmic, connected to your past lives, conditioning, and it can bear 
gifts and beautiful mm -hmm. skills that you have cultivated through different mm -hmm. lifetimes, but it can also come with certain ickiness, mm -hmm. the access, the struggle, challenges, woundings. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in your natal chart, your north node is in Pisces, mm -hmm. the last one of the zodiac, okay. the mutable water sign, uh -huh. which is the least defined of them all. <laughs> It is like the depths of the ocean. Oh, wow. it, is, it is the transcendental, mm -hmm. the astral, um, mm -hmm. in a way it would represent the oneness, the spirit. Mm -hmm. So I love that connection here because, yeah, it doesn't have like a direction. Yeah. It just is flowing, yeah. ever expanding. And even cooler than that, <laughs> it is in the eighth house that belongs to Scorpio. Double fucking water. Oh, my God. And Scorpio is about the underground, mm -hmm. the shadow. Mm. So in a way, it really goes into the depths of the infinity, into the, into the void, in a way. Oh, boy. <laughs> but also, I would say, it is connecting the heavens yeah. with the... I'm not going to say hell, although I, I, would, I love hell. <laughs> um, but yeah, thing. like the deepest depths mm -hmm. and the highest highs... Um, but also the eighth house as it is connected to the mystical, mm -hmm. the occult, which is a part of your work. You also yes. guide your clients to like meet their highest self yes. like, and communicate with yeah. spirit. Yes. <laughs> um, it is in the eighth house also connected to business mm. and power wow. and sexuality, intimacy. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's an ongoing journey. It might not be super comfortable always no. to embody <laughs> mm -hmm. these aspects of the North Node, yeah. but it's the most rewarding path ahead for our soul's evolution. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty spot on because as a, as a projector and when I do work with my clients, it's always about asking questions, asking questions, and I really take them to very uncomfortable space yes and the asking question aspect is actually going to be your south node in virgo mm. which is ruled by mercury the mental mm -hmm. the planet of mental processes mm -hmm. it wants to know virgo will analyze mm -hmm. it so these are the gifts that you bear yeah. but then you're moving towards the other side that's just the entry point mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful beautiful combination of the two yeah because we want the south nodes mm -hmm. to support our path to the yes. north node not as some astrologer would say that like, oh, we are transcending our mm -hmm. south node. We are moving away from it. Yes, from the lower expressions, but also we are using the, what we have, the resources, especially for you in the second house, which is about resources. This is your, like, your past is your asset. Yes. Even your woundings, your mm -hmm. doubts, your anxiety, yeah. it is mm -hmm. going to be your asset. Yes. Just like for everyone, but <laughs> um, yeah. I, we could go so much deeper uh, into this, yeah. um, but it's so beautiful to make that connection with yeah. human design. Um, so I would just like to post a final question. Okay. As a Leo rising, we almost kind of ditched that Leo there, <laughs> um, but it is felt, it is felt. Mm -hmm. You mentioned it actually a few times during this conversation, mm -hmm. how when something arises, how can you play with it? Mm -hmm. And so I want to ask you a bit more about the play because it's such an important ingredient of cosmic explorations. Mm -hmm. In a way, how do you play with life? How do you play in your business? Mm -hmm. How do you play with money? What does that play mean to you? 
Playing means taking off pressure.、Mm. Taking off pressure, and this is actually something that just showed up in the last couple of days. Is that I needed to stop taking myself so seriously、mm-hmm. because we come into this life essentially to experience,、mm-hmm. and then we got so caught up in everything that we do, and we take things way too seriously, and then forgetting that, hey, like you know, this is really just a blink of an eye out of. Everything you've experienced as you do a kashik record,、mm-hmm. you, you know. So it's like, okay, it's not that serious. Yeah, <laughs> number yeah. one, it's not that serious. No, it's、uh, fucking cosmic ass. You、yes. know, it's like <laughs> spank that shit.、Yeah. <laughs> And then if, what if like things really go to hell? Party. <laughs>、mm. Then so what? Then、yeah. so what? And. And then knowing, trusting that you know what I'm here. I have my own back. The universe has my back. I don't have to worry. Just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. It's a constant practice. It, it really and is. And that's your life direction. That's、mm-hmm. what Pisces North Node is about: letting go, communicating、mm-hmm. with the spirit.、Mm-hmm. And we are collectively more and more leaning towards that too. Yes. And how can we play with that? Because it's not the weight of the universe. The universe、mm. doesn't really have a weight. It is、no. weightless. No, no. I、don't. hope that's correct. <laughs> All of the scientists spare me here, but for the、uh, romance and po- poetic moment here, let's go with it. <laughs> well, the universe is a frequency. Ah,、oh. right. It's a frequency, and then, and then the universe is what's behind the veil.、Mm. And the veil is thinning、mm. as we are moving towards whatever age we are. <laughs> we are in Abnerku,、um, but then we 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 have become people have become more and more、mm. accepting about the whole playing with the spiritual、mm. realm. Or I don't know if that's just my my circle, <laughs> but mm. Mm.、Um, because I don't work with people in in Bali, or I don't work with people in spiritual spiritual community. All of these people come from just day-to-day life, but then people are becoming more and more、mm. in tune and opening up themselves、mm. up with it. And、um, I think the number one thing is that whether it's your spirit guide, your higher self, whatever dimension they're from, we have to recognize that they are not higher than us.、Mm. It's not they are just like us, but then they. Might have done whatever lessons they they needed to do in this lifetime, so they are not coming back to Earth. And then just conversing with them as a as a f- friend.、Mm-hmm. And I remember in my journey, the beginning of my journey of tapping all this into all these things, communicating with my spirit guide. Um. I was in such a needy place、mm-hmm. that I was kind of using them as like. Can you answer me this question?、Mm-hmm. Can you answer me that question? And and then you know they are not any different、mm-hmm. than us、mm. <laughs> here in this density or whatever you you call it. So really,、um, yeah, becoming familiar with with chatting with them. Yeah, because that puts us then in like the less. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. Kind of like, oh, exactly. we're these victims here. Yeah. God's up there. Oh, help, help us. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not empowering. No, 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 absolutely not. And they don't, they, don't, they don't want you to be in that space because they're here to guide. Yeah. They're not here to, to throw you a rope and they give you hints. They give you yeah. messages here and there. And it's the same with money, right? Mm -hmm. The way that we cultivate our relationship to money from that needy space. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what you said, you know, universe being a frequency, that then truly, I feel, opens up the field of infinite possibilities. Mm -hmm. Because if it's a frequency, mm -hmm. if we are able to attune to the frequencies yes. of everything, the abundance that is all around us, yes. right, then... Truly, the quantum leaping, baby. Yes, the universe is not a, a person. Yeah. <laughs> and then that goes with all the, the religious conditioning that mm. we think that, oh, the universe is something grander than us. Yes, it is. We are like this tiny universe in like a mm. like huge universe. And then we all have... Especially how deep you zoom in, <laughs> yes. you know. <laughs> and all of our body has an entire universe yeah. within and when we start projecting yeah. <laughs> into the universe, saying, hey, universe, why did you put this roadblock in front of me? No, the universe didn't do any of that. It's mm. you having a certain belief mm. that attracted that roadblock in mm. your past. It's just a frequency. It's a mechanism. Mm -hmm. it's, sometimes it's like, how can it be this simple? But it is really that simple. Oh, yes. And this is what Taurus is about, <laughs> simplicity. Yeah. And even the current transiting North Node, which is pointing our collective focus to Taurus themes of slowing down, mm -hmm. getting present, creating spaciousness and simplicity. Mm -hmm. And on the other side, the South Node traveling through Scorpio, which is like, you first need to ground, connect mm -hmm. to your body so that you can access those deeper emotional, intuitive mm -hmm. gems that Scorpio, the yeah. power that yeah. Scorpio brings. Yes. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. This was such a lovely conversation. I wonder if there's anything else that you would like to maybe mm, share before we wrap up about... Yeah, just manifestation in general, something that you wish our listeners mm. would take with them. What is that, like, oh, to simplify, mm -hmm. <laughs> what would be that one or two or three, like, <laughs> but just in simplified ways, things that you really wish someone would take from this conversation? Okay, but the first message that shows up is to really appreciate and then taste the yumminess in your life oh. right now. Oh. Don't think too much. Just what shows up, I'm going to go taste it. Mm. If there is a chocolate in front of you, eat it. <laughs> if it's vegan. If it's vegan. <laughs> Agenda. Don't yeah. think too much. Don't think too much. But, but is it vegan? <laughs> yeah, read the label first. And like, not, we're not talking about indulgence, right? But like taste it and really appreciate. Really appreciate it and um, learn to love every single moment mm. that you are experiencing because our time is not linear. Mm. We are just experiencing this reality with different moments 
being streamed mm -hmm. together. And every moment can shift immediately. And all you really have is right now. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes when I tell people that, they think like this is such an abstract idea. What do you mean time doesn't exist? But then it's about being aware of your breathing being aware of your sensory, being aware of what you're seeing, what you're listening, and what you're, who you're talking to, and what you're wearing, what are you touching, it's, it's all flat, and I think when we really slow down and to be in present moments, to taste that yumminess that's right here, right now, focusing on the yumminess, mm. not the yuckiness, mm -hmm. <laughs> And then eventually... The yumminess of the yuckiness, too. <laughs> and that, too, yes. Yeah. And, yeah, even with the whatever discomfort you're going through, okay, mm, what's the gold in this? Yeah. Yeah, what's the gold in this? And then what does this bring me? And listen to the intuitive voice that comes to you. Mm, even if it's just say, okay, everything happens. is taking me to the best next step. Mm -hmm. whatever that is um, then eventually you are already bringing yourself onto the frequency of receiving more yumminess mm. universe doesn't read don'ts mm. <laughs> it's just like what you are what you're embodying and then it gives you more of that it gives you more of that yeah. and then that is how I play with the frequency right mm. yeah yeah gratitude that's the mm. basic <laughs> basics guys get basics. on the board if you're not yet <laughs> yeah I, I understand that sometimes it's really hard for people to to say hey i want to what do you mean this yumminess my my life is just shit mm -hmm. I, i definitely have people like that I have people yeah work with people who have suicidal thoughts yeah they don't they, they can't feel but it's like okay then let's just start from the mind thing that gratitude gratitude even taking the most simple stuff like i open my eyes this morning i'm breathing right i'm still in this body i'm grateful i have a roof over my over my head yeah the weather is beautiful mm. gratitude doesn't need to be anything that's grand mm -hmm. just simple things in life mm, i'm so i'm so happy i'm so grateful <laughs> that you brought up this aspect mm -hmm. to it too because it is true like people have challenging times yeah. mm -hmm. and that we want to meet them where they're yeah. at mm -hmm. yeah recognizing the divinity yes in all of it and them and us and ah mm -hmm. oh. mm -hmm. joanne it was such a pleasure yeah. <laughs> to have you here thank truly you. thank you Thank you for sharing your beautiful gifts and wisdom. Oh, for changing the world and waving your magic in whatever direction it will go. All of them. All of them. Yes, all of them. All of them. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wee, wee, wee. Awesome, right? I know. I know. You can tell us all about it. Um, through Instagram and both of our Instagram handles 
and links are in the show notes because I was just so ecstatic after our conversation with Joanne that I forgot to ask her how you can connect with her. So she is on Instagram and I'm terrible at spelling so I won't even try but her link is in the show notes and I'm sure she would be super happy for you to get in touch with her and so would be I so would be I (laughs) if that is what it is there are a few ways that we can play together at this time one is cosmic aspirations gang membership the group is intimate so it's really oof we're really building a family in there and the family shares and invites always more there's always a sit at a table so you're so welcome to join us and my one-on-one sessions are still ongoing whether in a form of a reading uh, astrology akashic records cards combination of all of those and in fact until the end of may so there's still some time i'm offering 22 percent off to any significant taurus or Scorpio placements. That would be your sun, moon, ascendant, meet heaven or north node in Scorpio or Taurus. And that is because of the intense eclipse season that we are currently ah, breathing through. And these are major long-lasting, potentially life-changing energies and shifts that are especially strong for Taurus and Scorpio, where the north, the notes of faith are moving through right now. So I would love to support you in understanding what this energy is encouraging you, where life is um, inviting you to step more into, to expand and release at the same time. Um, and even other signs are obviously super welcome because like I keep saying we have all of these energies within so Scorpio and Taurus parts of your chart are being highly activated right now together with especially I'm gonna say Pisces, Aries and also Aquarius Mm. And then the third, and probably the most intimate, personal, oof, mm, deeply connective option to dance together through cosmic ass of the universe would be my cosmic coaching, a two or three months long transformative container where we meet weekly or bi-weekly for cosmic dance with all of the sacred tools that I use with personalized rituals, meditations, embodiment practices uh, on the go where we get to flow and check in with each other and you also have an access to any kind of questions in between our sessions. So it's a really personal connection that we get to form through cosmic coaching and look into the areas of life where you seek more acceptance more openness and love where you feel perhaps stuck in overthinking anxiety feeling like you're not doing enough or not knowing how to do less (laughs) there's a full spectrum of that but it all comes back to not trusting yourself not trusting life not feeling safe 
And my cosmic coaching is truly here to remind you of the greatness and the potential that you hold and help you step into these qualities that are already present in you, that you feel them, you know they're there, but you're not sure how to expand and liberate this energy. It's a truly unique journey. None of the... As a manifesting generator, you know, I cover the full spectrum. But coming back to our essence, coming back to love, pleasure and play is something that I feel is fundamental to this work. And we vow in it through all of these beautiful aspects of life that we get to explore through our natal charts that truly cover all of the aspects, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so ready to welcome you into my space. I'm so ready to be initiated into more of life with you. It is a deep, deep initiation. And often it is an initiation into the unknown. It's a mysterious journey that we're on, especially as feminine beings, if this is the energy that is predominant in your blueprint. And it tends to be highly uncomfortable. But we are here to remember and we are here to walk each other home, as Ram Das would say. Cool. <laughs> My lovelies, I honor you for being here. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your curiosity and your excitement. And thank you for being you for committing to yourself and life every day as you wake up with every breath that you take. Thank you. I'm really, really happy that you're here. <laughs> Until next time. But always. <laughs>